You heard of me? What have you heard? I heard you're the devil. I might be. Ah, come on, fool. Good, eh? Every gang in LA has to pay their taxes. What's up, Holmes? Wake up. If you stack short, go rob a bank. Rob your own mother. There's no excuses. Do not test that. Whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. You guys look like a couple of monsters. Who in the hell, man? Yeah, but I'm at peace with that. Uh What's up, Johnny Cash? How about that time you gave me like three different STDs? Are you kidding? Me? Just kidding. She's kidding. You got your wife, you got your kids, you got your castle. Daddy! I'm supposed to terrorize the herd. That's my function. God allows me to walk through the darkness and come back into the light. What did you see in me? I heard that you were this big bad gangster. You're taxing 43 different street gangs. That's thousands of dudes in the most violent subculture in Los Angeles. The count's short. Who are you? I'm the future, and you the past. Got your kids. You want to buy them back? You don't think he wants to spill blood? He wants to cut your heart off. Can't run with what's left. I got a 380 on each ankle, 38 on my right, 25 on my left, chopper in the trunk, lock on my belt. I'm on it. Took my kids, man. I'm riding you to the wheels. You're bad. You ain't that bad, all right? Open your mouth. You splatter your brains up. I don't want that. I do. I want that. This episode was brought to you by Bonnaroo.org. Make sure you check out our newly designed store and merchandise. Stay tuned for our Patreon, a hub that will offer produced video and behind-the-scenes content. Get in-depth music and lyric breakdown episodes. Subscribers will get to download exclusive music soundtracks. So for more information, go ahead and visit InsideAsinisterMind.com. We're back with a bonus episode. As we work on season two, expect bonus episodes to keep you guys updated on upcoming projects and events. This week, we get into The Tax Collector, directed by David Ayer, dropping on August 7th in theaters, digital, and on video on demand. We discuss my involvement in the film and the behind-the-scenes stories of what happened during the production. Bonus two. Let's go. Sinister mind, you are now tuned in to a sinister mind. Inside, 
a sinister mind inside a sinister mind inside a sinister mind you are now tuned in to a sinister mind is to just produce sounds that, in this case, are disturbing. So we're back with the new episode. Give us an update on the tax collector and when can we expect it? Okay, well, the tax collector is dropping August 7th. So it's going to drop in theaters. They they have that deal with AMC Theaters. I know it's, for sure, it's like the main city is going to be L.A. and New York. Right after that, I don't know if, uh, how, how soon after, but it goes to streaming, you know, like, like on demand, Amazon on demand, or Hulu. I heard of several things. I'm not sure, but it, you know, you'll be able to stream it. Written and directed by David. Written and directed by David Ayer. August seventh. And for those who don't know, David Ayer, he wrote Training Day, right? Yeah, Training Day. And you knew him since then, right? Yeah. And how did you meet David Ayer? What was well, that connection? The thing is that David Ayer and me, we come from the same neighborhood. Actually, he's like, he's from like 24th and Bolong and me and my family are from like 22nd and Catalina. For those who know that area, that's that's close. That's like around the corner type shit. And then um, training day, I, I was an extra in training day. Like the scene where, where um, Ethan Hawke and, and Denzel are driving through down Broadway. Yeah. I'm like I'm like at the corner getting pulled over. If you guys really look real good, we snuck a bandit, <laughs> bandit put a poster on, on the... On the newsstand thing that was right there, and you know we we put it up right there. So if you freeze the frame, you'll see the, that there's a conejo poster. Well, that there. picture of that frame has been has been going around with all of this poster right there. It was the fallen angel. Poster. Yeah, the fallen angel poster. Damn. And, um, Venom was, was in also, it. Also, I remember Spanx seeing was him. in it, and also, even Bandit was in it. Oh shit! But you Bandit, you can only see him real blurry. And but, that was based on what? On just uh, like because of David Ayer, or yeah. or did he refer you to somebody? Nah, I mean. I'm not sure how it, it happened. It was like pull up, pull up, pull up. Yeah, yeah, it was on some pull up type oh, okay. shit. And then that's when we, you know, after that, I really, you know, started fucking with Dave and then we started training. We That's who I started training Kempo with, with Dave and them, you know? Okay. At, at Los Feliz. And um, so basically the, the tax collector, I mean, well, I was in, I was, I was, you know, I was right there in Wayside at, at Medium North and I would call Which Dave. Which was a few years back, right? Yeah, a few years 20, back. 20, they, 16? On the 2017. On 2017, I would call Dave, right? Yeah. And I remember, um, because I got out February 2018. Yeah. So, in 2017, I even think in January. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, in 2017, I remember I would call Dave, and I had called him this one time, and I told him, I'm like, you know, he, well, he's telling me, he's like, hey, when you get out, I'm going to put you on this series I got coming. I think it was called... Fam family crime or something like that and and I'm gonna put you on that and, th and throughout this time we're like now you're in the county but throughout this time did you guys ever like communicate it's always been like some some time or no we, we communicated okay we communicated we found a way to like you know oh, okay and then um so but right here was just direct direct phone call to him so I'm, I call him and then um you know he's like I'm gonna put you on this thing but at that point they were trying to give me life I'm like no he told me if you could get out by April, you'll be on my new <laughs> on my new. <laughs> if you can get out by, <laughs> and I was like, man, they're trying to give me life. Like, we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And so, so, but I, you know, I end up getting out February. Okay. Like week later, I hit him up. He was on the East Coast, and then we, you know, we start chopping it up, and I tell him about, you know, 
I mean, he kind of knew. I already had been telling him like what it was like over there and and. And then, you know, basically, like, we have been talking. I, I already have been telling him, like, what, what, it, what it was like over there, you know? So he told me, as soon as I get back from the East Coast, I'll come see you. And, um, you know, I got something I got something in the works already. Okay. So he comes and he picks me up. Him and um, his, Anthony, his assistant, they come and they, they suit me up right here from the pad. And then we go to this Mexican restaurant. And um, he basically tells me, he goes, I got a movie. What is it? It's called a tax collector. All right, what's it about? Um, I'll give you the details later. And then he, man, he was on the phone. He was just like on his phone and like he wasn't even eating. So I'm like, oh shit, this fool's like busy as business, fuck now. Business right now it's just yeah. all business. It's all business. So we finally, we, we eat. And I remember I asked him, I told him like, hey, but... What's gonna be my name in the movie? Or like it was, I know it's a stupid question, but he's like, "What else, conejo?" I was like, "All right, that's dope." You know, I'm gonna be myself. That's, that's crazy. Like, I'm gonna be a character with my same name in the movie. So that's from, that's, that, that's that's love. That's rare. That's that, that's fucking. So also it elevates your brand in a way. You yeah, know, yeah. Your yeah, conejo in the movie. Yeah. So you know, okay. Upon being released from jail, we link up. Next thing you know. It's fucking acting coach and fucking months of rehearsal. So we rehearsed the tax collector for months, like every day, like every day. Was... At, th at this point, did you know how, how much dialogue were you going to have? Or when did you realize like, okay, is it going to be a, a cameo? Is it going to be a, a, a full on character? Is it going to be only a little? Well, when did you find out? Well, I, I, knew, well, I knew I was one of the leads, okay. like right, right front from the beginning. Okay. And, but well, not right from the beginning, but, uh, you know, as it progressed. And then, um, see, the thing with, with David Ayer, like, my dialogue, it changed a lot of times. Like, there was, like, a, a vision of it. But but since, you know, I, I speak fluent Spanish, and I come from over there, so I know the culture. I know the way the... Yeah, I, the details. The yeah. details, the lingo, yeah. the, the you know, you know, like, yeah, the, all the small details. So he, he let me, like alter my my infuse your knowledge in the infuse movie. my knowledge within the dialogue so nah, i we so. switched it to where and until me, we got it right you and, know and me that i seen the movie when i was speaking like a like a like a like an la mexican right now like right now like a homie from la that knows both cultures the the, the chicano culture and the mexican culture over there and so, you know and and that's what the movie's about you know honestly the movie's about family it's a love story and it's and it's really showing how the and it merges both cultures, right? Both mergers are both. I mean, it it really shows how the both cultures they're just like merging as one, you know? Yeah. Like you you don't nowadays you don't even know because they go hand in hand out there. They go right? hand in hand because a lot of these new groups que, que cantan corridos, <coughs> you know, you would think que, que, que you know son de Sinaloa, son de wherever, you know, but they not. These motherfuckers are from Riverside. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, Lalo Serratos that did my career for Still Mi Suerte, he's from Oxnard. Yeah. Um, Bobby Castro from Rancho Barrio, he grew up in West Adams on, on 25th. Yeah. You know, so it's just like that. That's what the movie's about. You know, it's about yeah. family, it's a love story, and it's about our coach, our cultures like merging as merging, one. Merging, clashing, clashing, uh, merging, interacting, interacting. And the mixture of it, yeah. Yeah, so, so you know, like I said, it was acting coach, rehearsals, 
and then we hit the set. We're, we're rehearsing, right? Yeah. Over and over, week after week after week after week, you know? Yeah. And and um and and like Dave's using all these methods on us, like some crazy shit to like pull out those emotions that need to be like displayed when it's time to like film, you know, and and so it's week after week, month after month, month after month. And and I remember Dave would always say like I guess they were getting like the business right, the investors and all that. And you know, there you know there's ups and downs with that shit too. But David always would say like this shit's happening. It's already been like spoken. Yeah. It's it's up in the universe. This shit's happening. When the guy from DC came to one of the sets when you guys were filming at the restaurant he asked David, like, I guess they met up, David, the guy from the Runs DC, I think he's the creator of Batman and one of the writers of the new shit. And he asked David, oh, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm back in my essence, he said. I'm back in my element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when I'm like, damn. When I saw I noticed that Dave, he lives for our culture. He yeah. lives for the Mexican brown culture. He does. Heavy. Even his, his Spanish being so great. The thing is, like, with Dave, like, the way I see Dave, like, I don't, yeah, he's he's white, but I don't even see him like that. I see that fool like the homie. Like, that fool's, on the real, he's more Mexican than some of the homies. Yeah. And he's more Chicano than some of the homies. That's real. And and and, and if it wasn't for, like, if it, if it isn't for, like, directors like David Ayer, our fucking culture's going to be lost. And that's, it's going to be lost that, because... That's true, because even in, uh, in Fast and the Furious, right? He wrote it, and that one, he included us in there, too, and... Even that, that him including us over and over again, it does create a like, oh shit, you gotta have, you gotta have homies. If you're doing an LA movie, you gotta have homies. And and I think David Ayer, David Ayer's movies go beyond just having a homie as a fucking extra yeah. right there. Like he, you know what I'm saying? Like he goes into the or it, even in Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, he Suicide Squad and and was a character that was like homie-ish. And then if you see the, he's from Hillside, yeah, which is the same gang that was on fucking um, um Training Day, Day. yeah. You know, so, you know, and I remember the, the day before I started shooting, like my first scene. Yeah. Damn. Um, we were at the we were at the location, which was that tire shop right there on uh, what oh, was it? Thirty eighth, thirty eighth Central. Wasn't like twenty eighth or twenty oh, eighth, twenty seventh yeah, Central. The, yeah, it was like a little tire shop. A tire shop. We're there and we, and, and we did a rehearsal of the of the whole scene we were gonna do, which is like shooting. Bomb explosions. And that was your first, first. That's my first. Scene. That's my first. Yeah, I, I, I pulled up to that one, so that was your first, first. So, you know, right there is where I knew, oh shit, this shit's real. This shit's happening. Explosions and shit. All this shit's going on, and and then we're running by it. How is how it's gonna work? How it's gonna be? And then the next day, you go, but you go to wardrobe, and now you're you're you know you're suited and booted. Yes, the. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's a little nerve wracking, but, but you know, one thing that, well, that first scene that, that, that I was involved in, which is, you guys are gonna fucking love this scene. It's like this shit's, this shit's yeah, that, like it is vicious, cold, vicious. Yeah, it is. It and, is. And, and and the crazy thing about that scene, like shooting that shit, that shit felt real to me. It felt like a it past. Looked ex- it looked natural. It looked natural. natural. It felt like a past experience. When the when the you know the prop the prop guns go off, those shit sound real as fuck. Yeah. The shells are popping out. Everything's real. Everything is. It feels real. Yeah. So, I love that shit. I love being on the set for real. I I like. That's just that's just another like. 
outlet for me now. Yeah, that's what I express I, yourself. I, yeah, yeah, I discovered a new outlet. At, at the same time, do you think meditation and all that being involved in meditation, did that help you out? Like, I mean, I, I don't think about it like that because, like me, I'm, I'm, I'm always like, like let's just say, I know I have a scene tomorrow. I'm gonna be fucking practicing all day my lines. Okay. I'm just like that. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. You're a master of your craft. Yeah, I'm, I'm like that. I, I always prepare. I don't ever like going to. That's even though when we shoot the rap videos, I never practice the lyrics. Yeah, he never does. I, <laughs> I never, but. But even, just even being there, I catch on right away. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of time, and then I'm yeah. on. Like I, I'm, I'm there. I have it. Yeah. As um, I'm prep work. What did you have to do, like, to kind of get in that character? Like, did, was there anything weird? Like, did they tell us some of the like trippy shit that tripped you out? The thing is, right here, like, I, I just trust Dave. I just mm. trust. He's a director, and yeah. he's directing everything, and I trust him. If he tells me, uh, conejo. You know do this like we speak the same language because yeah. i'm telling you we come from the same area so we and i always look i always like look up to him as like as a bigger a big brother or yeah. you know and um so if he's directing it and i have full trust in him full trust in, in his partner chris long um i know what i could do you know and i know what he could do so it's, it's just like some teamwork shit, you know mm-hmm. and and the goal is to like capture that and you know if, it, if all the all the all the ducks are all your ducks are in a row then then there shouldn't be no mm-hmm. no problem you know yeah shia LaBeouf. you mean shia you're interacting okay we're, we're at rehearsal we're at one of dave's pads we're rehearsing okay so it was an intimate setting yeah intimate setting okay we're, we're rehearsing all of a sudden i see this this dude walk in i thought he was like a fucking skinhead because he was bald <coughs> I knew it was him. I knew it was. <coughs> and what did you Wait, feel okay. when you saw him? Like, okay, oh, look, shit, this is Shia. I, I knew he was gonna pull up. Yeah. Because he had been saying he was gonna pull up for like two or three days. Okay. But he didn't. So I knew he was gonna pull. Eventually, he was gonna Eventually, pull up. Yeah. And, and and that day, I I had met Chelsea. Chelsea was there for the first time. Chelsea from Chelsea uh, Rendon from the the series Vida. You see it on Stars. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So we're right there, and then this dude comes in. And then his attire is that of a skinhead, because yeah. he got the boots up, yeah. his his pants are cuffed, and then like with a baby cuff, they're like, you know, they're like tapered at, you know, the pants are tapered at the yeah. bottom with a cuff in them. He's wearing like, you know, they're like jeans, Levi's, whatever the fuck, some faded it's fashionable. shit. <laughs> and then a little like gray, you know, like crew neck sweater, and he's bald. And he walked in, and and the thing that popped up in my head, I was like, man, this fool must be working on a movie where he's a fucking skinhead. Mm-hmm. He walked in, that fool looked at me, he already knew, and he was like, ah, he said, what's up, shook my hand, gave me a hug, they started running lines, him and um, Bobby Soto started running their lines, and then, um, that's it, I just started fucking with yeah. that fool, and, and um, was, was it like, so they started running their lines, so did you, you were like, damn, I, I, you know, were you comfortable around, around that? Like, like, you know shit, what? You know? I was just observing. You're it's observing. just, it's just like anything in life. Like, okay. you, when you don't know something, you just sit back and observe, study, study his mannerisms, check out everybody, how everybody's reacting to everybody. I remember we're at Shamrock in Glendale, at those, uh, the, one, the one of the, the stages. Yeah. Shamrock Studios, and um, I almost got, we almost went head up. We we got into it, me and Shia, but mm-hmm. but I didn't know that what he was trying to do, it was he was trying to bring out something in me. 
Okay. And, and and he did. He like, and he did that like a, a master. Couple. He's a master at his work. He's yeah, a you know, Dave did it to me too. Like they pulled something out of me, you know, like to that that that, that they were gonna be able to use on the set. So at first, like when when Shia pissed me off that day, I I was hot. I was ready to flight that fool. You know, and, and <laughs> you know, and, and then, but then, you know, he gave me a hug and he, we laughed about it and he was like, ah, you know, yeah. that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to see, you know? So I, and then I got it that, that you, you know, you gotta have tough skin. It's, it's, you know, you can't come in there on trying to act hard and, yeah, of course, oh, you know, you gotta be open-minded. You gotta be and, an artist. But, but it was my first time. So he kind of, he did kind of get under my skin and catch me off guard and, and and us like when that happens and we're against the wall, we will start yeah, swinging yeah. And, or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, but you know, we got I, hot blood, so our shit gets. Yeah, weak. but but you know he's cool as fuck. You know, I, I consider him like a like a friend, not yeah. even like a homie, like yeah, a, like friend. a I, I've like, seen like, it. I've seen like it. a like a, a true friend and 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 you know, man, come on, he he, he tatted the H on his stomach. Love. Yeah, no, it, it was a blessing just to even it's watch him execute his craft, the way he executes it, just like to watch him. That's a blessing, like yeah. Yeah. you know, and 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 even like like his character in the movie. Well, we used uh, we used my boy, we used Jay as his template. Yeah. So we even rehearsed outside of rehearsals. We will rehearse at Jay's house. Jay Jay is his manager, and he's also a, a homie, but he, he's uh he's Russian. Yeah, yeah, you know he's, he's, he's like he's like six six. <laughs> but but he's a homie, you know. He's a homie. And he's, he's, a run, homie. he's run with the homies his whole life, you know. Been in prison. A lot of times, and he's he, part of the culture. He's part of the culture, like, you know. He, deep, deep part of the culture. He, he embraces it like, man. Jay's one of my favorite people, honestly. Jay, I have never met somebody like Jay, where Jay he treats everybody the same. He treats people that are service workers just as important as people that are his friends. And I, I've seen it like. Yeah, yeah. He's just like he, he's very, very humble to he, all. Yeah, all, he's humble. He's hospitable. He's very generous. Yeah. He's just like. Like I've seen him talk to random people, blacks, Mexican on planes, have a blast and just be a friend, and like to even strangers be a friend of strangers. That to me, so that's who Jay is. But he's yeah. a homie. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, they use that to help Shia build his character. You know. Other than that, like. And who, who else better to learn than, than Jay? Because Jay's mannerism is very homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very, but it's with a respect though. He's, he, he he is a homie, but he, he shows the respect and he, like he carries himself with respect. At all. Plus, you know, he he's from the north northeast yeah. LA area, so he that that is it's a yeah. very like you iconic, know they got the avenues Highland they Park. They have history right there. there there's, there's a lot of a lot like, of history right there. You know, so one thing that went viral and people were tripping the fuck out. It was your first LA show. We you. you had your first LA show and fuck, I don't know how long, I don't know if it was your first show, headliner, like that. It was my first headline show in LA ever. In LA. And people tripped out because Shia pulled up and everybody was like, what the fuck? That's when everybody was like, damn, Guadalajara was fucking with heavy hitters. Like, not just like a actor, a heavy hitter. He wasn't in the, the back room. He wanted he wanted to be with the people. Yeah, he was with the he homies. He was with the homies. He was the whole night. He was with the homies. Partying it up with the homies. And hanging out with the homies. Yeah, no, it's crazy because before that show, I remember we were talking about it. And I and I was like deciding, should I do it or should I not do it? Yeah. And then Shia was like, man, do that shit, homie. You're going to be squatted up. Don't even trip. Yeah. You're going to be squatted up. And then it just, 
to me, like, Shy is telling me, so I'm just, like, listening to him, like, <laughs> I could tell, like, this shit was, see, Shia is not, it's not no Hollywood motherfucker. Yeah. Shia is, Shia is, you know, he's from the gutter, he honestly. Is. Yeah, he is. So, so. He's from the gutter of LA. You he know, is. so, he so he, he, you know, by that point, we already were like, we already had connected. So I'm hearing him talk and he's telling me all this. And then that day of the show, I'm where I hit him up. I'm like, hey, fool, pull up to the show. And then, uh, where's, I tell him where's it at, whatever, whatever. I go, you know, if you, if you can, if you got time. Next thing you know, someone runs back to the green room. They're like, hey, Shia's in the front. I'm like, tell that fool to pull up. He's like, nah, I want to kick it with the homies. Yeah. So all those pictures with the homies where he's throwing up the H. Yeah. Man, them shits, you know, that's... that's. And even your fans, that was a treat a treat for your fans because a lot of the homies are raised on Shia movies. Yeah. Because Shia's been a star since he was a fucking kid. Yeah. So everybody had the events. Everybody had, oh, that's from Even Steven. You, you hear homies talking about that at the show. Like, oh, shit, that's a guy from Even Steven and Transformers. So it was... It was dope. It was a it treat was for dope. the homies. Was like, actually, it was a treat for the homies to like even see like, damn, this was embraces our culture. And yeah. he ended up crashing the stage and having having fun on stage. And to see him like in, embrace us and also like it's part of his culture because he is hip hop. Shia yeah, is very yeah. hip hop. Yeah, yeah, he's hip hop. And and you know, and with this like, like with the tax collector, I feel like, like, I feel like Shia could have been from the hood. Yeah, honestly. You know, yeah. he, if 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 he would have been at the right place at the right yeah, time, yeah, of course. Well, he, he was raised in Echo Park. Yeah, you know, you so know he, I mean? he would have yeah. been from the hood, you know, and and who knows, we would have probably seen Shy on the L.A. Times doing yeah. life, yeah, on on a diff on different circumstances, you know. Yeah, let's talk about um touring a little bit. You went to New York. Let Love New York. Love New York yeah. for real. <laughs> when we came back from New York, motherfuckers were sad. Yeah, like we didn't want. Well, we were there for like what five, six days. It was, yeah, it was a good bit. It was a little. Cool yeah, little like bit. I feel like, like yeah, we wanted to come home, but once we were home, we're like, fuck. We didn't want New York to end. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And 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 they show like like stupid love. They show super love. Stupid love, and it was just so hip hop, and in the venue like. This venue was just like so incognito. Well, it was like, well, it was a a very Bronx like, it, and the Bronx is known for like back yeah, in the day to well, that's throw. The home, that's the home. That's of the home of hip hop. And, and the thing is, it's, it's the trip to Seiko now performing the essence like of real hip hop shit and the underground show. We packed it up, and yeah, we to see the homies from even from New York embrace you, because New York hard to rock New York. It's hard. New York they they love hip hop. They don't really give a fuck about the website shit. Yeah, and for them to pull up to your show and sing bar for bar, bar for you could bar. see it on the video, like bar for bar. The energy was there, the the love was there, like and and to see you not be Hollywood around them, you just being regular with them. One of the most memorable things of touring with you is how you took a very hostile environment and you neutralized it by you being yourself. And we were in New York, where there's East Coast politics and so it's very different from LA. And to see very, very hostile, about to, like, fools were about to get down. Like, they were they were already eyeing each other. And they, they even had a, a meeting within that show. Before even Conejo went on stage, there was a meeting of the heads that, that were in the gang, that they were there, to kind of, like, see, okay, we're cool today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they put everything on, on hold on just hold for that night. For that night. To not ruin everything. Because, see, the thing is, if, if, if something would have happened there, it's a wrap. That venue... And I and I heard someone got murked inside that venue like yeah. not too long after, and that venue's a wrap. Yeah, it's no, it's it's no more. And it, and it kills, it kills us because it kills like the movement, we're not kills... we're not able to 
to see the fans no more because the cops don't want us in that city no more. So that's why it's very important for you homies that are listening to this. When you go to a Conejo show, like please understand that we come from all this craziness and we're trying to have a good time. Like We're and, there to show you love. And the thing is, the, the crazy thing about that is like, okay, I had the second LA show, right? Yeah. Well, all my shows, yeah. except for one, it's just been no problems, yeah. and it, and it's gang members from everywhere, everywhere, uh, enemies from everywhere inside the building, and there hasn't been. Everybody just show like nothing but respect. Nobody wants to ruin it. Yeah, I think like we LA knows. Yeah, and a lot of these gangs in other places they know like if we fuck this off, it's not gonna happen no more. You know. And, yeah, and and, that, and that's the thing. Like like I I feel like like a lot of the 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 like the new cats that are up up and like, up now that are doing their thing, which is a good thing. But a lot of them feel that, like, like even, they won't say my name, but they feel like I should step down and let them do their thing. Yeah. They feel like that, you know, but this mm -hmm. is the thing. The minute I stop doing what Conejo does, that's, that's going to be a wrap for the fucking culture yeah. because these dudes that are doing their shit now, they don't, they don't fucking give a fuck about the culture. They're emulating a different culture. Yeah, they are. They're just emulating a different culture and they're, they're even, they frown upon our even though they go home and, and eat the same food as I eat, que viene siendo pinche carne con chile, oh, yeah. chile rellenos, <laughs> whatever the That's fuck it is, at home. You know, whatever it is, once they step out their house, they're out to emulate and... and, and emulate for social media. For, and yeah, they're just... They're on, social media, very base rappers, social media base rappers. So, so you know, for you, all of them... But I do notice that you do bring light to a lot of artists. You've been, you've been reaching out olive branches to people and people that you have rap, quote unquote, rap beefs, music beefs in the past, like like Mr. Criminal. He's in, in the, the tax, tax collector. collector. He's exactly. in the tax collector. Okay. Well, I remember when we were there, um, I remember when we were there, I remember in rehearsal, um, you know, like names like Richard Cabral came up and, you know, Mr. Criminal came up and then they, they I was asked like, um, is there an issue with having Mr. Criminal on the movie? I'm like, fuck no. Hell yeah. nah. No way. Bring, like, you know, is everything going to be cool? I'm like, hell yeah, yeah everything's going to be cool. And and you know what? Ever ever since I... See, because when we had issues with each other, I had never met Mr. Criminal. Yeah. I had never met... Well, I had met Mr. Shadow. I had never met Mr. Little One. I never met these people. Yeah. And the thing is that when, when I dissed everybody... That was a different conejo. That was the conejo that was soaking and it was drowning. Part of the rap. Yeah, no, no. It, it was just some, like that was the conejo that was soaking and drowning in, in self hatred. You know, mm. so that, that that's very deep for you to even say that. You know, and, and it's not the same conejo as now. Not that that he's not in me. You know, but so you're, you're an evolved version. Yeah, I, I evolved and and you know so and this is this is big. This movie. And even the, the 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 movement with the music, it's bigger than me. It's not it about is. me. It's about our culture. And if mm -hmm. and if rappers like me or Mr. Criminal were out of the game, or 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 anybody it else, the off it, it's else. gonna turn the lights off. It and will. then all these other dudes that are just emulating, they don't. A lot of these guys, I'm not saying they're whack, but they don't have like songs that they don't have originality. They don't have originality. They don't have songs that are gonna that are gonna Last. stand the t test of time. They're not. They're not. You know, they don't have songs that someone's gonna actually tattoo. Well, they make music for the for the now only. Yeah, for the for now. the moment. Yeah, yeah. And so, they, they don't realize that sometimes when you do that, 
you're following the trend of very the popular trap sound, which I enjoy trap, but at the same time, when people follow that trend only, that that when that moment is done, that music is done. Yeah, yeah. If you, you follow like the way it is, where everybody every song is trap, once that movement is done, your whole catalog is done. Yeah, so you don't show variations. So I just you know I stay in my own lane. I do my music. I stay current with with, and with you the evolve, time. And you evolve. I've, with I've it. evolved. I'm. You know, I don't. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. Like yeah. comments or subliminal jabs that the yeah. a lot of these dudes they try to take subliminal jabs. It, it it doesn't matter to me. You know that they they supposed to do that. Yeah. Cause I did that. Yeah. You know that that's just that's just hip hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah, it's yeah. a it's a blood sport, a competitive sport. It's the same way with with like Cypress Hill. Yeah. You know, I just did the fucking smoke box with B Roll. B Roll's cool as fucking. That was another and, moment. And, that was another moment that was like everybody was and like, then, wow. And this is the thing that that even though whatever whatever happened, you know, I, I did fools or whatever. All these people, as I encountered them, they they've embraced me. Yeah, they have. And, and, and they, it, easily they could have been like, nah, I ain't fucking with that dude. That dude fucking. But nah, they they've embraced and they me. The hustle, and they know your your like your track record. Like, oh, he he's been consistent with it. He's always been like, oh, there, there, he's there. And, and you know, and and so now in my position, when there's new homies coming up from from all these other labels, where I can, I, man, I, I help them out. You do. If I don't, if I don't, if I don't blast their their, their visuals on my social uh, social media platforms, you give them a shout out. And they yeah. get shout outs. If they don't get shout outs, they might I might hit them with a verse. I might I might not. I, you know. I might put them on my show, you know. Yeah. You know, wh whatever it may be, you know, if if I, even if they don't, they can't rap in my show. They get invited to my show yeah. to come and network with yeah. the uh, with actors, come and network with producers, with video guys, you know, photographers. Like, to yeah. me, it's you know, it's all about networking and networking. And, and, and and exposing them to other things, right? Yeah. Like also expanding their minds, because at the end of the day, they're they're young and then they're just living and they don't know what like how life. It sometimes eventually humbles you, so you, yeah. you've been through that. So you you you're you're comfortable with who you are. Yeah. So you're able to talk to these cats like regular and. I guess like to everybody out there that that's listening to this podcast, August seventh, I want you to find a way to fucking go and watch that tax collector. Support the shit, la, la but, neta. But not only August seventh, you know, a week prior, two weeks, start putting it up because, like I said, this movie, the the lead, the lead guy, the main. He, quote unquote hero, he's Mexican. Yeah. The main lead villain, he's Mexican. It's, so, it's, it, and you know, they got George Lopez, he's Mexican. Yep. You know, it's like, there's, this, 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 is, this is a movie is, about our culture. Is, this is a movie is a about our culture. culture. And if we don't, if we don't support, like, our shit, then how do you expect to, you know, like, to see more of it and, and, and our shit continue? Or, or is it that you're going to want to go embrace that and become that and then lose your you know lose our identity yeah you know we, we also support it because the movie is, it's a dope ass movie it's a dope ass movie dope -ass, this dope ain't no story. fucking low budget ass fucking this no, is come disrespect. on this ain't, this ain't a law writer movie this ain't that this is an authentic story of things that happen in our neighborhoods of that the neighborhood between the mexican culture and the chicano culture and the clashes and the the connections the friendships that happen within that realm so it, it is a very current, it is a very current, when I, when I watch the movie, it's a very current LA. So you'll get a very current LA, at the same time you get those elements what makes LA. So like, like, like I said, you know, it's coming. So just go out there, share this shit, let everybody know. 
And, and if it, it comes down to your theater in your city, because there are gonna be limited theaters, but if it does come up, pull up. Just like the way they did Training Day, yeah. just like the way Dave did um, In The Watch. In The Watch. That's the same way he did fucking The Tax Collector. Yeah. So, yeah. So expect yeah, that. You see that. You expect see that. that. Expect expect like some high quality shit. Some grimy it's, shit. Some grimy shit. Like I said, it's a it's a it's a movie about family. It's a story about love. It's a it's a story about a man's children. You know, survival. And survival. What will you do? You know, what 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 limit are you willing to take yourself to fight for the ones you love? That's basically what the movie is about. You know? So, you know. And at the same time, people are gonna be able to see. You ask Conejo in the film and be able to like just wait till y'all watch it, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> don't want to like give too much up. That way, yeah. when, you, when you do watch it, you you know. But just please support it and uh, share it, man. Because I know everything is social media now, so make sure you share it and be proud of that film, man. Like, there's gonna be like the trail. The by the time this 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 episode of the podcast drops, that trailer is gonna be out. So make sure you get that trailer. And everybody fucking shares that and trailer. Tag Conejo, tag Conejo, tag Conejo, tag Conejo. Make sure people understand that, that that he has a lead role as a lead villain. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not an extra. Hey. I don't have one line. I don't stand there. Honestly, I've never met like to this point. I think you are the only homie that that had a lead role on a type of budget like this. Who who else has been like that in the last twenty years? There hasn't. So this, this is a this is a big big deal. So. Let's make sure that we all show up and do support. Cause at the end of the day, Mexicans, we all love movies. So if we're gonna support some some whack shit, let's support this good shit at least. Yeah. You know. All right, guys. Catch you on. We're gonna keep bringing more bonus episodes like these. Where we'll just talk as we work on season two. And also make sure you support. Go to the website and look out for that Patreon. And like I said, we're not asking for money. That's only if you want to donate for the cause. But all right, guys. To now, we'll catch you all next time. The tax collector. Here's a preview of bonus content you can find on our Patreon membership. For more information on how to join, visit InsideASinisterMind.com. Yeah, earlier today I got a call from my boy. And um, it, it's on the subject of DMT. And this DMT, they're getting it like out of these frogs they're bringing from Sonora. Sonora, Mexico. And he was just telling me about my boy's experience with DMT. And then someone in my family just went down there. Uh, my boy's out of, he's based out of Baja, Baja, California. Basically like Tijuana, Rosarito, that area, that type of area right there. And um, they're going down there and they, they, they're they fucking with this DMT. And um, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm, I'm signed up for it, but you know, if if I encounter it in this path that I'm on, on this road that I'm on, and it's and it's right for me, and I, and I flow with that energy, then who knows? I might fuck with it. You know, like I fuck with hallucinogenics like since I was young. You know, there was there was a there was a time that I'll get into that some other time, but. There was a time that I, I took like 15 acid tabs or, or 12 or just they just ripped a piece off a sheet and gave it to me. And I was fucked up for like six months. Like tripping. So, you know, I've done shrooms a bunch of times and, you know, way later I took acid and, 
you know, just like a tab at a time type shit, but 